going on? Hey! How's it going? It's your freaking mook. Your freaking mook. Hey, your freaking mook. I'm Rob. I'm Billy. We're um we're back again. Here we're we, back at it. Here we go. <laughs> here we we're go. talking about a, a a misty, murky, uh, psychedelic subject today, right, Rob? Yes, which uh, we have personal experience with. We have some firsthand experience. Firsthand knowledge on this situation. So what we're talking about today is, I mean, I feel like it's been a bit of a buzzword to in certain circles for a while. Yeah, maybe not everybody, but... Maybe um, not for everybody. Although, yeah. But um, we're talking about ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Um, which, for the uninitiated... Which was us until fairly recently. Yeah. Um, it's a psychedelic tea, right? Right. It's made out of some Amazonian vine. Yes. And there's a lot of we had a lot of research regarding botanical names and stuff. We're not gonna we're not gonna bore you with any of them. We couldn't pronounce anything. We so couldn't we're, pronounce we're anything. We're just gonna try and whiz through all the uh, all the science shit, but just give you a, kind of a background on it enough so we can get to the point of our fucking story. Our crazy adventure in uh, ayahuasca. So it's a, it's made from an Amazonian vine, right? Or yeah. a, an indigenous plant. And like leaves and shit. Leaves and shit. The, the, but the actual plant. And this brew or this tea is used as the traditional spiritual me- medicine in very special sacred ceremonies among the indigenous peoples of the Amazonian basin. Yeah, well, it has been for like thousands of years. Centuries and centuries. Um, and ayahuasca, as opposed to other kind of drugs, it's, it's aimed at spiritual development. Right, it's, it's it's not like you don't you wouldn't take it and then go party with your friends or go to a, a rave or something. It's like it's pretty serious and and like that's how we found out about it. It's supposed to like help you with your yes, life. Yes, yes, it's um it's very different than the recreational use of drugs. Right, it has near mythical hallucinogenic telepathic and clairvoyant properties. Right, and which, what and it means like ayahuasca itself means vine of the soul. Yeah. Vine of the soul. Or, or vine of the dead. Or vine of the dead. Whichever. <laughs> soul or dead. So I, I feel like soul is a better, a better marketing. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, yeah, it's basically it's some, you know, they're talking telepathy. They're talking um, clairvoyant properties. This is some like, you are like, a, you are going on a spirit quest here. You're going on a spirit quest. And, and it's also, you know, supposedly it's like to solve the, the problems that you cannot solve yourself in your life is like what... What's the point of this? Yeah, you don't do this for fun. This is kind of like chemo of the soul, right. if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's meant, meant to get rid of all the fucking bad shit. And give you the answers. Give you the answers. To get the good shit. Right. In life. So, the thing, the component, the psychedelic in ayahuasca that makes you trip out is DMT. Or dimethyltryptamine. Ooh, very, very, very well done, scientist. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, sometimes referred to as the spirit molecule. Right. And research has found that DMT is actually produced naturally in the human brain. It's found in the human body. Well, it's found... It's, it's found in everything. It's in everything. It's in every plant, every animal. Everything has DMT in it, which yeah. is like what trips out scientists because they're like... This is literally in everything. Why? Why? Exactly. Why? Why is this molecule in everything? 
And they think that it's they think that it's most probably produced in the pineal gland, where where um, other tryptamines, which you might be familiar with, like serotonin and melatonin, all these things are produced in that area. So Isn't melatonin the color of your skin? No, that's melanin. <laughs> Melatonin's what I give you to go to sleep. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. I don't, hey, full disclosure, um, I don't want any of our listeners to be confused. I'm not actually a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not a t- I'm not technically a scientist. I'm, I'm glad you're clearing that up so yeah. early in the piece. I don't know? want anybody to be... I don't want to front. I'm not, tr- I'm not fronting over here. I'm not a fucking scientist. <laughs> um, and don't... You know, I would take things that Rob says with a little grain of salt. A lot of the time. Well, no, I mean, I'm, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> no, you're mad smart. You're really smart. Yeah, thanks. Um, Asshole. So, as we said, this stuff has been used traditionally for years, and all the ceremonies are always led by a priest or a shaman, right? Yeah. It's it's a very you know traditional and important uh, ceremony and practice for these people. Yeah, and the thing was like earlier, like like people were going down to South America to mm-hmm. do this. Like it didn't used to be like you could do this in the United States. You no. can now, which clearly we're going to talk about we're later. Get into. But you you go to South America and you have a shaman was, do this shit. It's kind of fucking crazy, you right. know. So one of the things in in doing the research for this, I found like super interesting is that in the fifties, in the fucking nineteen fifties, I think. It was like 53 or something. William Burroughs, famous junkie slash uh, beat writer, mm-hmm. um, author of Naked Lunch and such other amazing things, he sorted out. He traveled to South America. Well, he was he was a he was a ju- he was a heroin junkie, mm-hmm. and then he for some reason he had found out about it and he thought he could cure his heroin addiction. I think it had been rumored to do that. It, it basically gives you such a fucking psychedelic reset. That you're, you know, oh, you're, yeah, you're they, not a junkie anymore. Yeah, and they're like saying like people quit smoking and shit after that. And yeah, it's meant to be. So he went down there to try it and see if it would help him. Mm-hmm. But he did not really have great experiences with it. No. He um he found it quite an unpleasant experience, which again we'll we'll get into. <laughs> and he he called it as as it had the reputation at the time as being a terror drug. So his experience, he described um, humans turning into writhing, wriggling reptiles. Right. And while he was down there, he basically was writing to his friend, uh, Allen Ginsberg, may have heard of him. Um, and the letters, their correspondence basically turned into a book called The Yahe Letters. And a lot of that writing that was in that book, when he's down in fucking South America, taking these fucking tripped out drugs he wrote a bunch of stuff which would basically go on to become naked lunch right. now i don't know if people are familiar with that honestly i'm not trying to sound stupider than i already do but i don't know a whole lot about naked well, lunch. well here's the thing it's it's a difficult read you know i read it when i was a teenager it's kind of a tough read there's a lot of fucking shit going on it's very like kind of uh you know like a high intellectual science fiction maybe right but you can watch a really a really decent movie uh adaptation of this from i think the 80s and uh there's a lot of fucking weird shit in there this is basically what i'm trying to say it's like uh like uh typewriters turning into like weird like kind of geiger aliens with like Uh butts and like fucking each other in the butt and oh yeah yeah the butt fucking typewriter uh trick yeah typewriter alien 
it's a lot of like horrific shit. Right. So the point is, is like he basically tapped into some fucking gnarly shit, wrote about it, and it became some of the most terrifying fucking literature that we have out there. Thanks, Ayahuasca. There you go. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> so in the, so that's in the 50s. In the 70s, the McKenna brothers, uh, Richard and his, uh, his other brother, the other Terrence, I think it is, they, they started writing about their experiences of doing it in the Amazon as mm-hmm. well. Um, and McKenna basically proposed that DMT sent one to a parallel dimension and it enabled you to encounter higher dimensional entities or what could be considered ancestors or spirits of the earth. Right. Which so, like, I don't, listen, I don't, I think that sounds kind of lame, but after <laughs> that sounds stupid. But to be honest, after my experience, like I, I, I kind of feel like I had some, uh, I had some spiritual Inter- ancestral coaching, uh, inter-trans-dimensional beings. Yeah. I feel like uh, there were, maybe I wasn't a bit of a paramount, I, you know, as, as lame as that sounds, it's actually, uh, well, kind of true. While it sounds lame to you, it sounded kind of really interesting and intriguing to me. Oh yeah. You wanted to, you wanted to fucking fly to Peru to do this shit. You were into it. I did. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to fucking see this shit. He's talking about hallucinations that he spoke with intelligent entities and he described Very rare things. these days. Yeah. <laughs> Very fucking rare. Oh, good uh, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Self-transforming machine elves. Mm. So that's what he's... Machine elves. Yeah. He's there and he's, he's chatting to that. Mm-hmm. So moving again, moving on. Um, in the 90s, um, Alexander and his wife Anne Shulgin... Alexander Shulgin basically invented MDMA. This, Molly, ecstasy. This guy's a crazy, super smart chemist. And he's the shit. He is the shit. And we, we encourage you to read some of this stuff. But it's, it's And we encourage you to try MDMA. Yeah, get out there. Um, Give it a fucking whiz. But he basically was like, okay, ayahuasca's cool and whatever. Um, but he, he managed to synthesize the DMT. So he extracted the actual like DMT stuff and he made it into a powder or a liquid that you could smoke or you could ingest. Yeah, see that's so that's why I was confused because I, mm-hmm. I know I've like I've heard forever of people uh, smoking DMT or selling DMT and they mm-hmm. say that DMT is like the businessman psychedelic right. because it only lasts for like two seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't understand how it was related to ayahuasca, but that DMT is the molecule in ayahuasca. But you make it into this tea and it lasts way longer. Yeah. It lasts for hours. We can attest to that. And and some people actually say that there's there's a reason. Like, it should last for hours. Like, not, right. you know, going into this, you know, talking to the machine elves for 10 minutes is not really going to give you the spiritual insights that you get over right. six hours. Right. And that's why they made it into this tea that lasts really long because but, it's like you can actually try to use it as a tool to like better yourself. Exactly. If you're not on it for like 10 minutes and it's over. And, and, but some people, they just want to like, they want to go to the parallel dimension for 10 minutes and then get back and be able to get to their week, you know, their meeting. Yeah, go, go, yeah exactly. You go know, go to work at five in the morning or whatever. I get it. I get it. Um, so he wrote extensively about DMT in this uh, amazing book called Tikal or Tryptamines that I've known and loved. Mm-hmm. And it's super heavy science stuff, guys. But he do, he basically just break like there is some of the most interesting writing about like the experience of DMT which again if you're interested in this 
Go out there, read some of the Check stuff. out Tikal. Check out Tikal. T-I-H-K-A-L. Tikal. Tikal. Isn't that Wu-Tang? Yeah, but it's, I I was, I went through that kind of uh, Did you think that's what it was well, too? Because that's what I thought it was. But it's not. Apparently Tikal is in, as like Method Man talks about and Wu-Tang talk about, it's a, it's a blunt like dipped in like cough syrup or some people say PCP or something yeah. like that. But it's it's different. It's a different spelling. And it's called Tikal? Yeah, but it's a different spelling. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Damn, that would have been rad if that worked. I know. I got I got super into that, but then was like kind of a, uh, yeah. Wu-Tang's slipping. <laughs> slipping. Um, so what's So the- today, ayahuasca, there's, there's a bunch of um, churches in Brazil and stuff where they use ayahuasca in their ceremonies today. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly kind of mainstream, you know, you know, mainstream in, in weird Christian church kind of way. Right. But they're, they're, um, they basically, their ceremonies are a mix of Christianity and, um, animism, which is basically the religious belief that everything, like everything, plants, animals, objects, blah, 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 everything possesses like a distinct spiritual essence. And they, and they all possess DMT. They all possess DMT. So I kind of see what they're getting at there. And that's the thing. It's just like, hey, man, love everyone, man. Yeah, love everything's, hey, we all got the same shit in us. Yeah, yeah. It's not so easy. Love's the answer, man. Yeah, man. Something like that. But they're basically, they're having like these big churchy, modern church ceremonies where they are tripping balls mm-hmm. on ayahuasca yeah. and being blessed and stuff by the priest. By the priest. Right. So these churches are based in, you know, South America or whatever. They, of course, moved to the States. And in the early 2000s, uh, a shipment of ayahuasca was actually confiscated in the U.S. by the DEA yeah. as an illegal drug. Right. And then the, and the, and the church was like, you can't take this ayahuasca from us. This is like part of our religious beliefs, which is, which is protected in America. Exactly. And so they go to court over it and it goes like all the way to the fucking Supreme Court. And then in 2006, the Supreme Court says, guess what? You're right. Right, you can you, have it. You can, you can have it. I mean, and it's been like for for years. There's been a ton of um, talk about like how anybody can make a plant illegal. You know, like oh, don't get me started on that. Like it's it's already growing in the fucking mm-hmm. ground. How you, you you decided to make it illegal, and why did you decide to make that illegal? What yeah. what what's your real reason behind that? But that's that's a whole another fucking sandstorm. Um. But the thing is that that it was yeah it was proven that they that it was used for religious and spiritual purposes and they fucking won so they can have it. So and to be fair, like that's still kind of how the, everybody's using it. Yeah, they're not oh fucking, they're not doing it's, it to like go rape teenagers. They're like this is what it's for. I can't even. Did you say go rape teenagers? Yeah, like what you would use coke for or something. <laughs> Oh, or like what you did, or like PC, I thought you like, were going to say rave at a rave with teenagers. And I'm like, you don't want to do this. This is not a fun time, guys. This is not a this is not a party drug. It's not a party drug like um, meth or or Molly or anyway. So um, today these ceremonies, you know, as I said when we started this, they're kind of like, have almost become like a little mainstream, right? There's like Jennifer Aniston's going to an ayahuasca ceremony in the, in some mainstream movie. Did she? Yeah. It's like Wonderlust or whatever she did. She's like in Peru and does like a, really one of those movies, one of those romantic. I hope she actually did it and didn't just pretend. This is, I feel like this is the thing. There's, there's people out there like, 
as we kind of found out that like celebrities and stuff are, are oh, doing yeah. this, yeah. doing these ceremonies uh, in yeah. their homes. Apparently the, apparently the shaman we saw is linked up with a lot of A-list celebrities. A-listers, A-listers. But, and apart from that, it, there's, the ceremonies are happening here, but people are still traveling to like Peru and doing like multi-day ceremonies where they're- Yeah, that'd be crazy. Tripping out for days. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of crazy that it's, it's gained such kind of um, popularity. Right, or, and that's the thing too. It's like, it's been around for thousands of years, but now it's like everybody knows, or well, I guess Western people. Here, here's the thing too, is because, you know, fundamentally we're a, like a, a sick society. Like people need, people want healing. Oh, people we're are fucked. Try, people are trying yoga. They're trying fucking this. They're trying, they're trying veganism. You know, they're trying Adderall. They're trying. We're scrapping. People are Zan- scrambling. Zoloft. Yeah. Antidepressants. You're trying Anti- this. Everybody's fucking fucked. Anxiety. Everyone's fucked. So everyone's like trying everything they can. And if they go, oh my god, these like mystic shaman have been doing this shit for thousands of years, and they're all happy. I want a piece of that. I want a piece of that action. Especially if Jennifer Aniston did it. Well, I hope. Or, yeah, hopefully she did. Yeah. And she wasn't just faking the funk. Okay, so now we are getting <clears throat> we're getting down to brass tacks here, and I just want to describe. Let's talk a little bit about the brew. Because we're sitting here and we're going, hey, this is a wonder drug. Like, people have been trying this for ages, blah, blah, blah. Right. Rob and I are very, um, we are trailblazing kind of people. We're not really scared. So, if we could, we probably would have gone, oh, yeah, let's get some of this. This ayahuasca vine and make our own tea and try it. You can't, man. Yeah. It's really hard. You can actually get component. You can get the base vine and stuff. Let me put it this way. If, you, if we've grown weed and we've grown mushrooms and we're afraid to make tea, it's it's probably pretty technical. It's pretty technical. It's pretty technical. It's advanced. So basically the, the thing about it is it's not just one plant. Like the, the base vine, the, the capi vine or whatever, it has it's the thing that contains the DMT. Right. But if you just eat it It goes through in ten minutes like smoking DMT. No, no, no. You don't even your body doesn't even accept it. It's like you know how like when you make weed brownies or something, uh-huh. you need to get you need to put fat in there oh, for yeah. the THC to oh, adhere to, 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 to the to, yeah, to yeah. stick to the fat so then the fat can be processed by your body and that's how you get high. Digested. That's, that's why that it becomes bioavailable Ooh. is the term, I think. That's why you couldn't eat a, a gram of just weed straight. You right. wouldn't actually get high. No. You don't get high. You need the fat to, to make it processed in your body. Right. So just fairly similar to that, the DMT needs to be mixed with other plants and other ingredients for the DMT to become digestible digestible uh, and bioavailable right, in your body, it. right? I get it. So the the vine and other plants are boiled together, it's strained, it's like this whole big process and um, basically as I said, can't do it by yourself. You need a shaman. So you, you need like an expert here. You, need you an can't expert. just like we're not going to go on the internet, do a Google search and start making tea. Which people do. Oh, people probably do it every day. Maybe the smarter ones there's, figure it out. But there's I, some gnarly stories. I would say, it. don't fucking do that. No. 
Find an, find an expert. Find your local shaman. And the thing about it too is that, you know, find like, you know, don't don't go down to like Bob at the liquor store who's like a part-time ayahuasca priest. <laughs> like get someone reputable. Yeah. Because the, the brews can vary just like anything, just like your, you know, like your aunt's like weed brownies or whatever. You know, they can go from like you need three brownies for you to even feel a buzz to like you eat a quarter and you're like, you know, calling in the fucking to get airlifted oh, because oh, you're having a heart attack. All you know? those nightmare stories. Mm-hmm. So the brew can, can vary from like it super intense to, um, to pretty mild. So you want an expert. Yeah. And, uh, and here's the other thing. It lasts for like fucking eight hours. Yeah. At so least. you're really, you're really putting yourself into a fucking, yeah. uh, a risky situation if this you're not is, doing it right. This is where the other, you know, the main, um, kind of the, the number one rule about psychedelics, you know, is the, the set and setting. Oh God. As, as you know, if any of you are familiar with, with psychedelics at all, you need to like be in a really clean space. Clean house, bills paid, nothing wrong because nothing any any dirt or mice running around or anything is going to spiral, set you into a bad place. So, um, what this, what, where we are kind of now is we've, uh, we're at, we're at the point where. Oh, we've done it. So here's the thing. Rob and I are have always been interested. Um, I personally am a I'm a I'm a seeker. I'm a searcher. Uh huh. I'm one of those people. I, I'm not I'm not a religious person. I, I was not raised with religion, but um, I feel like my whole life I'm one of the, like I'm trying shit out. I'm like uh, you're trying to find the, the answer. I'm trying to find answers, man. Trying to better yourself. And like sometimes I wish that like I would have like you know a come to Jesus moment and oh, like, yeah. see the light. Yeah. But not, it's fucking never happened. Doesn't no happen. one's knocking at my door, man. No, no. So, Nobody, nobody's coming to help you out. Let me just say that I love the research. I've had a fair amount of experience with psychedelics in my life. Uh-huh. This stuff seemed like, oh my God, this is the fucking answer. We're going to do this. Oh yeah. Sort my problem. Like I went, I came to this with a sense of almost like desperation. Well, that's like, the thing too. Cause yeah. Cause you like before our friends even called us up to go to this ceremony, you've been talking about this shit for like at least a year saying like, this could be the thing that this sorts me out. Thing. This could be the thing that changes our life for the better. Cause it's meant to do this Rob, blah, 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 blah. And you can go to Peru and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. But you know, I'm also like, Hey, if anybody's got the fucking answer to make life better, I'm, I'm with it. So I, I've always kind of wanted to do this, but the, the other sort of aspect to this is that I hate group activities oh. and I, I, I get, while I've been a searcher, I could never be in a cult. No. Cause I cannot stand like, I do not like, well, um, I do not like a yoga class. I do not like being at a hip hop concert when no. they're like, put your hands in the air. You're like, no, well you have a, you, what's that? You have like an anti-authoritarian thing. I have. What's that called? Oppositional defiance <laughs> disorder. <laughs> Basically or, it's, uh, don't tell me what to do disorder. It's called, it's called don't tell me fucking what to do yeah. disorder. Don't, t- don't, don't tell me what to do. You fucking pig. Yeah, man. I don't like doing the group activities and I get really uncomfortable. And like, 
you know, over the next, you know, many podcasts, you will get to know me a little more. I, I think I've, I've pinned down some of the reasons why I don't like this stuff. Having said all of that, um, I really wanted to do this mm-hmm. and our friends yes. called Rob up and they were like, Hey, do you guys want to do an ayahuasca ceremony this weekend? Yeah. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. Maybe they, they might have, yeah, they might have known that we were in a dark place or we were, we, you know, wanted to they, improve they our lives. They mentioned it before or something They had like mentioned that. it. I think they, this, this was their third ceremony they'd done. They d- they'd done quite a few, uh, you know, brief background on them, not disclosing too much. They're, um, our friends, uh, they live in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. They're like beautiful Great. They look. They're like models. They're, they're hippies. Yes, they're very good looking and very beautiful people inside as well. They are yeah. very um, spiritual. They're very spiritual. They're they're really like they're really on this hippie shit. They're really like on on their thing. But the funny thing about them is they're both like originally from the south side of Chicago. So they have that gnarly like they have this aggressive thing that can that can wean its head at any moment, which is which is awesome. But. They've been living in Northern California and they've been getting really into all the spirituality stuff. And it was like going, they're they're kind of into like high psychedelic theory and stuff. Like they've read, they've read the Ram Dass. They've read the, the, the cycle, uh, psychedelic Bibles. Like they did not go into this, not knowing what they were doing. They didn't stumble into this. No. And you know, I think in this, their circle of friends and stuff is how this all came about. Mm -hmm. But Anyway, regardless, they called us and they were like, you know, there's this ayahuasca ceremony coming up. Uh, you know, I think it might be really good for you and Billy. It might help you guys out. Um, it'd be maybe a great experience. Would you guys be interested? No pressure. Um, and it was like, say that, say we get this call on like the Wednesday or something mm-hmm. and the ceremonies in, uh, it's on Friday. It's on Friday or Saturday night or something. Yeah. It was like, and we live in Los Angeles, so it's not impossible to go to the Bay on a whim, but yeah. it was a bit like, ah, fuck. But, uh, so I was kind of like, I didn't, I wasn't sure about that. But then when I came home and told Billy like, Oh, you know, such and such just offered for us to go to this ayahuasca ceremony. I felt like we had to go. Yeah. Billy already had an interest in it. She was like, well, we have to go. We have to go. And it was, yeah, it was like, we just felt like this, this was a rare and unusual opportunity. So we're like, okay, we're, we're in, we're down. Right. And then they're like, okay, cool. You, you will receive an email from this organization. Yes. So, um, and we have to, we're, we're going to be a little, uh, these, we're going to be a little mysterious about the origins of this stuff, but these, these things do exist. Yes. People are putting on these ceremonies. This on happens a, yeah. day to day. So we, we get an email and uh, it has like a set of instructions. Yes. Now let's just let's just be clear. This is now like say like the day before, mm-hmm. and it's like okay for the week follow, you know pre prior to the ceremony. It's like you must prepare your body. Yeah. Um. No. No meat. No sugar. No salt. No alcohol. No uh, caffeine. No nicotine. Uh, no sex. It was this very strict right. set of rules and you know in preparation to you know receive this thing now at this stage we're fucked already we do we we have checked all those boxes we're eating yesterday. fried chicken and drinking like coca-colas and and uh 40s. booze and smoking dubs and we're we're we have not prepared ourselves no wasn't the other thing that um you had to wear all white 
Yes. This was another thing. Yeah. You must wear all white. Um, and cause I had to go, I went to the army surplus store and got white dickies. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have, we didn't I, I don't have know. White I don't, I don't, are there a lot of dudes out there that have white pants? Cause I sure as fuck didn't. So I, I had to get a white, a white pants and a white shirt. I get this, like the only thing I can find. And also I'm in my thing where I know that we're going to this, you know, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say a hippie ceremony. It's not the right word. No. But I, I end up buying this like weird kind of like, I don't know, like crochet, like fucking dress, like gown thing. Like <laughs> I look like I'm, I'm like in a seventies, like cult or something like yeah. for real. Right. And it was, and, and, it, and to be fair, it is, is a bit of a culty thing. It was a little, it was, it was culty. It was and fucking I, culty. I had my cult fucking alarm. Oh, I'm, I'm on like, the whole time. Oh dude. I'm, I'm like, if they're doing. Hang on, wait, wait a second. Like I'm watching and looking. Oh, I'm looking too, but at the same time, we want to try the shit. We really want to try the shit. So we um, we drive up there. Um, you know, we're we're not we we're not prepared. We haven't no. done the instructions. We do have the white clothes, but we did one instruction that yeah. did, that involved <laughs> that didn't involve not drinking alcohol or eating sugar. Yeah. And we drive up to the Bay Area. We got our shit. And uh, we're, uh, we meet up with our friends. Meet up with our friends, and they're like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Then uh, the the female friend says to me, oh, are you uh, are you on your moon? Right. And I'm Which, like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, I don't, I've never heard that expression. She goes, are you on your period? I'm like, no, I'm not. And she's like, oh, that's cool. Because if you're on your moon, you have to wear a... Um, Tie a pouch of tobacco. Oh, I forgot around, about that. Around your waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because being on your moon, the blood makes the spirits angry, and they will try to fuck with you or attack you. So, what? so you have to wear the tobacco around your uh, around your waist to appease them because right. the tobacco chills them out. Right. Which, which already that's kind of already sounding not kosher with me. Like, if these are the earthly spirits, like putting a cigarette in your puss shouldn't like stop them from <laughs> fucking with you. You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't they be like, which should they be extra nice to you? Because I, you're obviously fucking on your period and I you're a piece thing. of shit. I have the same thing. I'm like, okay, so it's like, you know, you're basically like chum in the water. Yeah. The sharks are circling. So wait, the spirits are sharks yeah. and they want to eat fucking rip, rip you apart rip you because apart. they're sick of your smelling your menstrual like, blood. I have to say up until that moment I had, you know, I've, I've fucked around with Ouija boards and that kind of shit. I know uh, that, you yeah. know, once you open the floodgates, right. you open it to, like, whatever kind of malevolent fucking energies that are out there. But I had not entertained for a moment that, <laughs> oh, there's going to be fucking gnarly spirits trying to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, if, if you're bleeding. Okay. God damn. So... It's all cool. She's got the tobacco to wear around her waist. I'm all, I'm all cool. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, Rob and I are quite, when we're in this situation too, we go through this weird kind of thing where we become very silent, but we're just like looking at each <laughs> looking other. Looking at each other like, we're are just, you fucking seeing this? We're expressing a lot with our eyes. Yes. So there's a lot of um, us being very tense and silent and, yeah. and a lot of laser eye yeah. shit happening yeah. as we make the drive up to this place. And I will say they didn't even tell us what to bring. Like you have, you're really good at planning vacations and shit like that. And I hate being, you hate being underprepared. Yeah. And you hate being underprepared. So you were like, well, we should at least grab some blankets or whatever, because the ceremony lasts overnight. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. So we knew we were going to be there for the entire night and Billy grabs some blankets or whatever. 
but and not, we, but like just but, like a shitty right, a, just a blanket, a little blanket no, for each of us. Yeah, and then, and so we head out to this place, mm-hmm. and we're like, where the fuck are we going? And they're like, oh, what's well, it's, it's taking place at this house? This is in the Bay Area in Berkeley. We pull up to this. We pull up to this house. We walk up to this house, and it's like nothing I've ever seen before. The craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's uh, like multi-stories, like yeah. on this hill, in like this rich fucking area. Very rich area. This is like universities and like houses and hills, and it's very like kind of private like right. areas. Yes, huge trees and shit. And we we walk into the house, and immediately it's very like spiritual. There's lots of like Buddha statues and big crystals right. and Persian ancient Persian rugs. And, 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 and we find out we found out later that it's actually owned by like a, an Egyptian billionaire yeah. Buddhist. Yeah. Which is who, why there's all this shit everywhere. Who basically collects Buddhist, Buddhist art. uh, artifacts and right. stuff and has them all shipped back to the house. And they're hidden. Yeah. In a a, a hidden like. T- tomb in the house somewhere. Yeah. We didn't get to see that because no, it's hidden away. A, but there's a hidden room, but there's like staircases and there's It's this. fucking nuts. It's, it's an incredible space. And we, we do find out, as Rob said, like afterwards, it's like, it's got like a, a fucking history, this place. Yeah. It was like, like it was, from what I remember, it was like some famous painter from France mm-hmm. moved to Berkeley in the twenties and built this fucking crazy house. Yeah. And he's like an, French artist or some shit. And he must have been because my first my first impression about some of this stuff, especially when we, we actually get up to the room where the ceremony takes place, is this was purpose built for some occult shit. It seemed very culty. It's very and I'm saying occult like as in Oh like worship. As a, yeah, like yeah. occult magic Satan yes. worshiping yes, 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 ceremony. Yes. Like there is I feel like the whole place was like one of those oh, built yeah, yeah. on the, the like a Ghostbusters house, like totally built on the fucking ley lines where it's like a spiritual PowerPoint. Well, do you like, do you fucking do you remember when we're we're, we're all wearing our white clothes and everybody mm-hmm. on the streets kind of looking at us, and then we're walking up to the house and our friends see the other hippie friends. Mm-hmm. They've seen it, and they're like, "So how's the how's the spot?" And they're like, "It's a temple." Yeah, it's certainly a temple. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yeah. Because, I mean, you've probably picked it up by now, but Rob and I are so far out of our element. We're out of our element. And I feel like, you know, and this could just be me. No, I But I feel like everyone's looking at us. I knew, I knew, I fucking knew you were about to say that because everybody was looking at us like we were fucking cops or something. Yeah. And, you know, I, out of everyone, we probably looked the most The normalist. (laughs) Despite our weird, like, Rob dressed as, like, Mario the painter and me and my, like, hippie fucking... I've got uh, a mustache and white clothes. Like, half these fuckers aren't even wearing white, and I'm already pissed. This was the other thing. I'm like, I went to, I went to the, I went to go buy dickies for this shit. You fuckers aren't even wearing white. Everyone's wearing those, like, like, fish, like, tie-dyed fisherman pants and, like, weird shit, you know? So, anyway, we, um, we're there in the house... So they take us up. They say, all right, everyone, we're all gathering downstairs. And they're like, okay, you can go upstairs to the, to the chambers or the rooms or whatever. Whatever they called it. But it was basically to like put, put everybody's shit because unbeknownst to us, everybody's brought cots, sleeping bags, was like crystals, all this crazy shit. And we got a fucking blanket. We got a stupid blanket and it's on the hard floor. Then like by the time we get up there, right? Like it's like, yeah. 
everyone everyone's all prepared basically yeah. we just feel like idiots we feel very point. unprepared so we go up into this room and we're trying to pick spots but like half the people already got so it, I guess we should describe the room. The room's yes. fucking insane. And this is what I mean by like a purpose. A purpose. Yeah. So we're on the fourth floor, the fifth floor, and there's like, you know, scenic views of all like uh, San Francisco off in the in the distance. All glass. And the and room, it's a dome. It's a dome. This is this is the thing where I'm like, this it's is a fucking glass shit. dome. It's a glass dome with like Grecian pillars making yes. this circle in the middle of this wide open room. Right. And yeah, the the glass is up there. It's beautiful, but it's like, you know, you cannot tell me for a second that that was built for anything other than like some gnarly ceremonies. fucking witchy witchcraft ceremonies. Yeah, because it's basically yeah, it's this open room. It's these a circle of Grecian pillars that go up that lead to you to the, to the ceiling is like a glass atrium dome, and then there's a fucking bathroom mm-hmm. and 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 bathtub which is in the fucking middle of the in, not in the middle in the side of the room the corner of the room yeah. yes a bathtub which by the way is one of the the key things if you're doing any kind of witchcraft or anything like that bathing and cleansing yourself is a huge part of that. I didn't know that. So to have to have like a bathtub in the room where you can like cleanse yourself, but th- before then you go into your your circle, and I think it was like marble on the floor or something in the yeah. middle of that. Like it was, it was crazy. Nothing I've ever seen before. But but then you're immediately snapped back to human reality, where there's like we can't sit next to our friends. Because there's our, all the spots are already the taken. The hippies are like it's the like hippies are this, rude. It's like this nasty kind of like everyone's trying to get the best spot, and like yeah. people are pushing you like out in of a way. movie theater. Like, like in, yeah. it's like a fucking movie theater. Like everybody's like, well, well, I want to sit here. I want to sit here. And then there was a thing where somebody had tripped out there the night before, and they still had their stuff set up. And then somebody set up their stuff next to theirs, and they were pissed off. And in the midst of like us trying to figure this out, Billy and I just go like put our fucking blanket on the floor. Across the room from our friends, which we're already kind of like, well, that's fucking kind of terrifying. And then we're all told that we have to leave. Yeah. So, yeah. So all these people are like kind of edging us in to the point where we've got these like tiny little, little sections. Like it's like you're doing like yoga in the worst. Yeah. And everybody's trying to get their mat to like closest to the instructor or whatever. So we're crammed in the corner and we just sort of like, okay, well, I guess this is us. We've got no pillows. We're on the the bare ass floor, like hard wooden floor or whatever. And then they're like, everybody needs to, uh, oh, and, and let me like, I guess this is the point where we explain that the billionaire Egyptian Buddhist who mm-hmm. owns this house now, mm-hmm. he's not the French painter that built it, but he owns it now. Uh, he doesn't live there, but he has three stay in witches that beautiful, are basically hippie beautiful chicks. Beautiful young. They're young hippie chicks yeah. that he lets live in the house for free. And then they, and they're the ones that have allowed this ceremony to take place. Yeah. So they run these, they run these ayahuasca ceremonies as well as other things. But three of these young women live there, and so they are looking after the shaman, and they are, you know, have invited the the shaman and his entourage, right, into um, into the house. And then they tell us all, well. Um, We'll just call the shaman Maestro, mm-hmm. right? Let's just call him that. Yeah, we're calling him Maestro. They're like, um, Maestro is uh, taking a bath, so you all need to leave. 
ever and, and like, everyone needs to and they're being total bitches about it like everybody needs to leave this room and then our friends are like yeah um we're just like trying to set up our stuff you know what i mean she's like you get back to that later you get back to that like we ever needs to go back downstairs blah, 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 like total bitch and we're like okay well that's weird this doesn't seem very mystical um and we're also a little bit weirded out that we're all leaving the room because the maestro is taking a bath in the room but I guess that's how it goes. So we all go back downstairs after kind of like quickly trying to make our little area, and we wait for him to finish his bath. We're we're getting like we're getting a little kind of weirded out at this stage. She goes, I was, I was like, a lot weirded out. This is not our comfort zone. And then to get up there, and then we're like, oh, we're not even sitting next to our friends, and now we're in this weird corner, and, and like, like now we're not sitting in the room where we're going to do this. Now we have to go back downstairs. Everything's getting so very weird. strange. So we're we're getting like at this point too. I am getting antsy as fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm like, just give me the shit. Can let's just, just get this over Let's with? just fucking do this. You know let's what I mean? Like, I'm sick of all the weird shit going on. So then we, you know, eventually Maestro's had his bath. It's blah, blah, blah. They invite us to come back upstairs. It's all this very, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, we invite you to, like, come Oh, yeah, and then this one chick's like, oh, he must feel so amazing after his bath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I like taking a bath or whatever, but... And we're also picking up some, like, weird kind of, like, hero hero worship of the maestro. Everybody's jocking this dude. There's been, like, probably a third of the room had just done this exact ceremony the night before. And right. they're back because... And it's all the same people. They, it's like they people, do it all the time. People will do this for, like, multi-days, you yeah. know, and there's, like psychedelic like uh students there who are like you know oh they got, got their little notebooks and they they're writing shit down they're asking him questions they're and they're you know waiting for the wisdom and it's mm-hmm. all very like kind of weird stuff so anyway um they you know we're back in the room now rob and i are so antsy for this stuff but then we all have to settle down then we have to like Settle down into like didn't he like talk for like two hours or something? He gives mm. us this like lecture, this, this about, lecture like, about I don't know what the fuck it was about. He's going on, he's going on, da 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 da. Right. And this is also like I don't know if you've ever had that experience where you've gone to score weed or like drugs at somebody's house, right? And they just fucking keep talking, and yeah. you're like, for fuck's sake, just give me the drugs and right. let me get out of here. And they're like trying to show you like a YouTube video or they're something, showing- and you're like, dude, I just came here for weed, give me the fucking just weed. Just give me the fucking drugs. Yeah. Or or somebody's like cutting up a line of coke, and everyone's like, everyone's sitting around. Oh, and they're that's watching. the worst. There's like, like thirty people staring, and he just keeps talking. And he keeps talking. He's doing it so slow, and then right. he's like, oh, I, I kind of fucked that up and redivide. Yeah, it's, and you're it's like, like, dude, that. it's like the worst waiting for hours totally but everyone else is there because they're so blissful and they're so their shackles are so fucking open yeah and and the three witches have all these fucking like instruments around them and everybody's got their crystals and shit and everybody's like into it yeah everybody's into it and i will say he so he has two helpers Uh two who were super nice yeah they're real cool they were like part of his traveling um ayahuasca ceremony south american helpers right no they're american the, the, the dude and the girl the girl was like, no she was like from New York oh really but they were like totally they were because they were really good friends with our friends which uh, is I think right, how right, our right. friends got linked into right. this whole shit and they were super cool and nice and like not weird but the three witches that were like running this Buddhist house were very uh, they were intense they were intense let's put it that way there's some witchy 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 stuff going on anyway so we finally get to the point 
where it's like, okay, you know, like moving, starting here and moving like, you know, clockwise or, you know, anti-clockwise. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Which, which ended up being me being like the third person to go drink the shit. Yeah. Oh, and we also had to tell, they asked who it was their first time and we had to raise our hands yeah. in front of this whole group. And luckily there was like another couple that it was their first time. I think there was a few people it was their first yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, there was the weird chick next to us. Remember whose mm-hmm. like sister had been involved and they had like special talks with her. Yeah. So we had my big thing is so my big thing is is I become because we're sitting here for hours at this point I become intensely aware even before we've drank drank the brew of everybody around me oh yeah like as Rob mentioned there was this girl next to us and she like we we overheard this whole conversation where she was like hey I'm like Sally's sister and then the witches are like oh my god we'll introduce you to Maestro and then she went and got introduced to Maestro and yeah, and she and had she was that I, I, my my thing is she had some weird medical condition or something something weird. There was some kind of thing. So anyway, so that's going on. Then I see like the 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 psychedelic warrior student guy who's writing this thing and he's got spritzing himself with fucking shit and rubbing crystals and everything. <laughs> like I'm picking up all of this stuff and then right. there's like you know, another weird couple over there who'd like, were from like Germany and like, there's just, there's a lot of human energy. There's a lot of humanity, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, which Billy and I not a huge fans of. Yeah. Little, little intense, a little too much for us. So anyway, so Rob goes up, basically he's, you, you one by one, you go up to the maestro, you kneel in front of him Mm -hmm. and then he gives you a little cup, which I thought about just when I was writing this, it's the same cup every time, right? Yeah. He's not washing out that cup. No, it's the same cup. You're sharing the cup with like... However many... Fucking yeah, 30 40 people. strangers. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I just thought about that when I was doing the... I'm like... Oh, oh now that funny. now that weirds me out. You, gnarly. I don't like doing that shit. But the other thing which always trips me out about these kind of things too... He's pouring the mixture, the, mm-hmm. the sacred ayahuasca brew... Yeah. From like a, an old Sprite bottle or something, right? No, it was like a juice spot. It wasn't like from a like. I thought it was like from like a French no, press or something, or like a jar. No, it was it was from like a, a soda pop, like two liter soda pop bottle. That well, that's they probably had how he tra- in like Ralph's bag. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's probably how he travels around so much because he's just got it in a sprite bottle. So they pour it in this little cup. Yeah. You go up, you kneel there. He goes, you know, he doesn't even say anything really. No. He's like whatever, and like smiles at you or whatever. And he gives you the cup, and you drink it, and I, I kid you fucking not, I do not have a good, um, I have a pretty significant gag reflex. I can't drink, like, cough medicine, or, like, I, I'm pretty susceptible. Yeah. This was the worst fucking, most disgusting, thickest, bitterest nasty fucking shit so I had trouble even like keeping down the the fucking shot glass full of it yeah it was probably like a little more than a shot glass I don't I didn't mind um, I can drink anything in the world Rob can drink it it was so fucking gross right and this this is the other thing too you know like everyone knows that one of the side effects to ayahuasca is that you vomit profusely oh they call it purging they call it purging yes which is is not only like um you're essentially poisoning yourself but you're meant to be like passing like um parasites right you're meant to be vomiting up like parasites and worms that are in your body right but you know what you're actually doing vomiting out the ayahuasca you just drank yeah because it's so gross and it shouldn't (laughs) be in your body so um so this is the thing 
everyone knows that they're going to vomit because we failed to mention. Oh, this is yeah. They put a garbage can mm-hmm. with a with a trash bag liner in front of everybody's little cot. Yeah. So this is you were told like straight away that you will be like you will be vomiting. You will be spewing the whole time. Mm-hmm. So they give you these little barf barf bins. Yeah. And they give them to everyone, and then his helpers. Apart from their tasks of, you know, guiding you through this thing, they're changing your vomit bags. All night they're changing so your bags. Basically, it's not like you might you might vomit. It's like you will vomit, and we're going to try to make this, like, as, as good. As it can be. So it's not like you're you're barfing and vomiting and shitting everywhere. It's like it's it's contained. Oh, that's the other thing, too. You're supposed to shit yourself. You, could, you can shit yourself. Which I was worried about because I'm like, well, we're, I'm wearing white pants. <laughs> I'm wearing white pants. I should have bought brown pants. I'm gonna shit my ass, That's and they true. were like, "Yeah, a lot of people have shit themselves." Our friends, like a lot of people have shit themselves. Yeah. I'm like, well, dude, throw me a fucking bone here. You know what I mean? Like, this I'm not is... trying to fucking have a big shit stain on my pants. No, and like, I have to say, like, Rob, if if one of us like shat our pants, like, we would have left. Like, we would have called oh, no. a taxi. But you couldn't because this is the other thing, the other amazing thing about it, which I didn't understand at the time, but before they. Uh, started serving the tea to everybody mm-hmm. they said like listen everybody like they gave us kind of some ground rules they told us where the bathrooms were and then they were like nobody in this room goes and opens the front door or unlocks the front door oh i can't remember that yeah and i was like oh well, that's kind of strange and they were like the number one rule of this whole night is don't go out the front door or open the front door or leave the building and there was something with neighbors and shit, right? I don't know. Not- I mean, I don't know what the neighbors thing was. I think it was parking related, the neighbors. Right. But at the time, I was like, um, well, that's weird. Uh, but let me tell you, once once you drink the tea and you start tripping fucking balls, you are so glad that the front door is locked and it's not open yeah. and nobody's coming in or out because yeah. psychedelics... I mean, if you've done psychedelics, you kind of understand, but like the, the fact that nobody could come in or out of the building is of great comfort right. once you're tripping fucking ass. So, so we're there. We're at this, as at this point, everybody's drank the tea. Mm-hmm. Everybody's had the tea mm-hmm. and they're, we're just like, okay, we're just setting, settling down. Yep. And then the witches and his helpers and yep. stuff start like chanting and, yeah. and playing like drums they, start, they play, start playing all these weird instruments and shit and, shit and they start like, like kind of singing and shit and and you know you do research into the ceremony and the singing is is apparently like they have to sing like you're dealing with some very kind of spiritual things here so the the singing and the chanting is an integral part of the ritual to like keep the spirits at bay and appease the spirits and call down like the mother and like um so the the singing and the drumming and the chanting and everything is an integral part of the ceremony and if you if you're like onto the thing where like you know these fucking like the shark spirits are coming down that could attack you and shit like that you kind of want them to be doing their thing like if that's what they're meant to be doing yeah do fucking keep like i don't want to be fucking ravaged by like some like angry Peruvian fucking spirit. Like, right. do your thing. That wants to eat your period. And you... <laughs> you kind of... You kind of think like it would be the worst and most annoying thing in the world, having people, like, chanting and singing and stuff all night. It's actually, I have to say, was probably one of the best things about the entire Oh, it was right? fucking sick. I mean, like, you... It was so sick. It and was this some is like, of the most beautiful... Once, once you start... 
feeling the effects of the ayahuasca mm-hmm. and you start tripping balls. Mm-hmm. They're singing and the music and the little weird instruments and shit they're playing was fucking amazing. And it's nothing you've ever heard no, before. It's, it's like just ancient, like yeah, Peruvian fucking. But they kept doing this thing, which which I still do to this day, where they were going like, ayahuasca in the shadows, shadows, shadows. And it was just like crazy how good it was. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, Rob Rob sings that song quite a bit. Sometimes when we play racquetball, I, I sing that song. Yeah, and you do. So the, the chanting's going and whatever. So at, at some point, and like our friends had said to us, um, you know, like at some point, like he, the maestro will, will ask you if you want a second dose. And like last time we did two doses and right. it was really good and, you know, whatever. So, so it's like, it's basically rounds, yeah, rounds of the bar. Back. Like how many rounds are you going to keep doing? Let's yeah. do it. He's like, does anyone else want a second go? And, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. So at this point too, it's like, we're, we've taken the dose. It can take a while to kick in, uh-huh. you know. Oh, the chick next to us. Oh, she just goes off. People are going. People, <laughs> people, start, people are going. People off. start going off. People start, and you start hearing like either like vomiting or you start hearing. <sighs> oh yeah. So this is yeah. So this is what happens when you're on on psychedelics, but especially as you go. <sighs> and you exhale really loud but this chick not, not not the sick one not the one that no, had the no, sister no. but this other like skinny hippie chick like after I swear to god five we, minutes like five minutes and after she, she drinks the tea she, she jolts out of her fucking cot mm-hmm. she starts fl- oh and it's by the way it's dark but there's like a weird was it a fire or was there just weird lighting in the middle I of the columns weird lighting like col- normally like in the um, in the Amazon there's a fire in the You'd middle but weird, there was weird lighting so you could kind of see what was going on but also, another part of the story is you kind of couldn't. It was very dark. Yeah, it was pretty dark. So this weird, whatever, no judgment, this hippie chick jumps up five minutes after we drink the tea and just starts doing this crazy flailing, uh, you can't see me right now, but... She's like, whipping her she's arms. She's whipping her arms yeah, and she's doing, doing her legs and doing all this wild dancing. And like Billy and I are kind of like... Looking at each other like, well, the thing, what the fuck? Are you feeling anything? Because I'm not, I'm not whipping around. The thing that was kind of crazy is, as we mentioned before, is that, you know, I'm pretty sure she was one of the, the people who'd been on her third day or something like right, that. So at right, that right. point, you're just like topping up the, the gas topping tank. Topping up the gas tank from last night. You so, still, probably still haven't eaten in three days. Exactly. So she's doing this, like blah, blah, blah. Everyone's sort of sitting there. At some point, I kind of look, I'm sitting like a little bit, I'm next to Rob, but I'm a little bit behind him because we're in this weird corner. And I sort of look over at Rob and he's like sitting there like uh, Indian style, like cross-legged on the mat. And he's kind of swaying back I'm and jiving. forth. I'm jiving. I'm jiving. He's swaying back and forth. And I look at him and then I start to panic because I am feeling like nothing. Totally normal. Nothing. And... You know, as I said, I've had quite a lot of experience with psychedelics and that kind of weird thing before before they kick in where you're like, is it working? Is it working? Are you feeling it yet? Are you feeling it yet? You can't really be talking. You're not really talking to your friends here. But I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, well, people are obviously feeling people it. People are fucking wigging people out. And it. I'm sitting here like a norm. And I am so sober and I'm starting because guess what? We're here all night. And it's what? It's what? About nine o'clock now? Ten o'clock? Probably maybe? ten or eleven. And, and also, you know, this thing was a big, big kind of like Billy wanted to do this. 
and I she was, thought I wanted to fucking see God and like just yeah. be like, what's the deal, man? Right. Like, you and, know. and what you're supposed to do when you go to these ceremonies is you're supposed to pick a few things and make go write down your yeah, your write write down some intentions. intentions of how this could help your life. So we've done that. I was kind of not really into it. Billy said we should do it. We drive all the way up there. We've written down our intentions of how this is going to help our life. I'm fucking swaying in the breeze He's with the witches, yep. and Billy's sitting there. It's her whole idea. Stone cold sober. And she's fucking sober looking at everybody like, what the fuck? And it's, it's that wor- it's the worst feeling where you're like, ah, oh, shit, I got, I got, I got fucking hoodwinked. I didn't have enough. I got bunk, you know, whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, when's he going to say round two? Sure enough, pretty quickly, he's like, round two. Right. So I, I go I go up. I go up as well because I realize Billy's going up. She's like, you're going to um, go up? I'm like, I guess. I would say probably about two-thirds of the people Two-thirds of the people go up for round two. For round two. So we're all there. We take it in the thing. I think he. I don't think he says anything to me at that point. But so I have a whole nother thing. It's still disgusting. We go back to the mat. Oh, remember that little piece of gum that he would give you? Oh yeah, he gave you like he, a weird he, he like would, ginseng you, gum. Yeah, you would drink that. it and then he would give you this weird it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, Wrigley's gum. No. It was like some weird jungle gum. Yeah. Which was probably just like a piece of a plant or something. But that was supposed to help you with how disgusting it was. Yeah, it was so I, which I, you know, I was already kind of fine with. So I drink the tea and then you got this little piece of gum in your mouth and you're kind of rocking to the fucking chanting. And I was kind of in, I was definitely into it at that point. And I knew Billy was going to have number two. I knew our friends would always do at least two. So I went up for that. Billy goes up for round two, does round two. We go back, sit back down. It's starting to get very wild at this point. So yeah, the room's sort of getting wild. The, the chanting's getting to fever pitch. I think at this, after round two, Rob starts vomiting, right? Oh dude. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. I have this kind of moment where and people are throwing up all around. People are you're up you're all hearing around. like, and then yeah, the, it's, not, it's not, it's not, I'm not the only one. No, it's happening. Yeah. And you've got the little basket anyway. Yeah. So I am feeling it. I kind of have my moment. I actually, you know what actually happened is I did the thing. Like I had my bullet points mm-hmm. of what could make my life better. I, I, and the thing is you're supposed to run through them. Mm-hmm. I ran through them. I got immediate answers. Oh, wow. Immediately. I got the answers. <laughs> right. Okay. I felt great. Awesome. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then what about this? That makes sense. Perfect. And then it started to give me like great insights about you. In oh, fact, cool. and I was like, oh, that's why Billy's this to- way. And that way. You haven't told me any of these insights. No. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to, I mean, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't really ask. I mean, I think it'll be good. We can talk about them later. Let's not talk about them now. But anyway, so I got, I feel like I'm like, wow, and I'm kind of ultimately calm because I'm like, well, this whole fucking thing's worked. It's great. It's great. I got my answers. I understand a little bit more about Billy than I did before. You're jiving around. I'm jiving around to this amazing witch song Mm -hmm. from these three witches who are kind of rude. Uh, but now I'm just enjoying their music. They're cool. I didn't have a problem with them, but go and on. then I, uh, and then I just feel it coming on and the, the spirit, the puke. And the it purge. just the purge hits me, and I'm just purging. Vomit. And I'm am seeing him. Billy's right next to me. Still stone cold sober, by the way. Oh, yeah, which sucks. Yeah, so I'm looking at him, and he's vomiting, and I'm like, damn it, he's fucking spewing away. He, he must really fuck? be getting this shit. So, the, but the trippiest thing for me is the fucking witch. One of them is sitting right next to me, and she starts laughing because it's loud. It's in this circular domed room. Yeah. And I'm like leaning over this garbage can, just fucking vomiting my guts out. And the chick next to me is laughing, going, <laughs> and I'm just like, Aah! 
<laughs> like fucking just letting it all go. And then she, I see her, you know, it's dark, but I see her like pointing because then when you hear the vomiting noise in the room, the two helpers have to go find what can it is yeah. to take it outside. And they change, they and pull they, out the bag and they put they, a new bag They pull out the, it's like when your dog takes a shit. Yeah. They pull, you know, they, you, they tie up the bag, they yeah. throw it out and they give you a new bag. So the hippie witch next to me is laughing her ass off because she thinks it's so funny. That I'm vomiting my. I think it was more of a kind of like she was like feeling the joy that you were in the spirit. Like I think it was one of those kind of things. Well, that's that's then then making fun of me. That's a good way to look at it. And and like I did hear some of them say earlier, ones that had done it before, that they actually really like the purging part. Yeah, like they think the vomiting is great because it's kind of it's kind of amazing. It's meant to be getting rid of all the shit. And and to be honest, like when you're tripping that fucking hard and then you're vomiting, it does feel amazing. Yeah. It feels rad. Yeah, I've had some powerful psychedelic spews Spew. in my time. And they're fucking awesome. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying not to be self-conscious about that, but it's also fucking rad. And then, you know, whatever. Who cares? The two helpers come, tie up the bag, take it out, give me a new liner. I'm laying back on my blanket and on the were, fucking hard floor. And you were, like, in. Like, you were tripping balls I was at deep point, at this right? point, yeah. So, he's, he's on his thing. Meanwhile, old, old Bilzy's there... Um, feeling fucking completely sober. And at this point, I'm starting to get pissed because I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I, I don't have my watch on. I don't know how, I, you know, how much time have we got left? Am I even going to feel it? Then it turns, because, which is very me, it turns back on me where I'm like, you're such a fucking idiot. You can't even trip right. You've got so much <laughs> resistance that you're not even going to allow yourself to have this spiritual experience. You're anti. God, you suck. Your like, oppositional defiance disorder has been directed at psychedelic drugs at this point. It went super bad. So I'm in this thing where I'm actually like, I'm pissed and I'm panicking mm-hmm. and I'm like in, I'm not in a good headspace. No. And all I want to do is go outside and smoke a cigarette and you're not allowed to. Because they're saying you're not supposed to smoke cigs. You're not meant to smoke cigs. The only kind of use of tobacco is meant to be uh, spiritual. And protecting your pussy from the spiritual. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm fucking antsy. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm going to just have to go outside and like sit down or something because it's obviously not working. But I'm obviously not worthy of the experience. Right. And this whole room is hitting like a crazy the, the climax at this point. The room is peaking balls. right now. So he, he then says, and he is tripping. You can, you can hear him giggling and shit. Oh, like, he's going off. Everyone's going off. So he goes... Yes, anybody else want another want the third want the third round? round? And they also offer everybody peyote and something that's, else. That's a bit later. That's a oh, little bit later. Oh, I thought that was on the third cup. Mm-mm, that was after the third cup. I stand corrected. So he he goes to third cup for everyone. And, and it's like, I'm talking like four people get up at this point. But you told me, you were like, I'm going to go get a third cup. And I'm like... I'm off my fucking ass, but I'm kind of like ride or die and the room's kind of almost pitch black. So I'm like, okay. I don't think, you didn't get the third. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Cause you told me you were going to go do it. So I did it. You're such a, he's such a good little copycat. This one. I'm not a copycat. I'm ride or die. Ride or die. It's different. So I go up there. But the thing is when I went up there, he was so fucked up. He spilled it. Right. He he was just like spilling it everywhere. Like all over the floor. He grabs another container and oh no, he, he's spilling it all over the floor. So then he only fills my cup up like halfway. 
And I didn't even fucking want a third cup. I was just doing it because I knew you were doing it. Mm-hmm. So after he fills it up like halfway, he's like, oh, what you? I'm like, that's cool, dude. That's great. I'll take that. That half's probably fine. I'm fucked up. I said, I said to the shaman, I'm fucked up. <laughs> so then he gives me the half cup and the little piece of gum right. and I drink it and I'm like, thank God. You know what I mean? Like I didn't need a third cup. You go up and you get another cup so after I, me. I go up there after Rob and I go up there like almost like, you know, like, oh master, like I am not worried. Like I'm like in bits at this point because mm-hmm. nothing's fucking happening. I, and I, I can't even tell, like, I'm not even tripping like a little bit. Like I've got nothing. And I'm like, yeah, as I said, I'm beating myself up. I'm like, oh, it's because I ate that fried chicken. Oh, I should have, you know, like. I should have fasted better. I I am like down on myself. And so I go up there and he looks at me and he must, he's like, you're not feeling anything? He goes, you're not feeling it? And I go, I'm not feeling anything. Like panicked. And he's like, oh, okay. So he gives me another big cup. And by the way, I'm like, at this point, I'm peaking so much that I'm kind of panicked because Billy is gone over to the other side of the room with the shaman for a long ass time. And I start going like, what's going on? Like, where is she? Why isn't she next to me? Like it's starting to get a little weird. Yeah. Cause like we're out of our fucking minds on drugs in a very strange, crazy place, but she's gone for a minute. And cause of this. So I, I'm there and he's like, you're not feeling anything. And I'm like, no, nothing at all. And he's kind of looking at me and he's sort of like this. And I have to say in these kind of, in these kind of, um, you know, not that we've been in this exact situation before, but in these kind of like, if we, if we go to see a psychic or whatever in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm always sort of like expecting slash wanting them to be like, Oh yes, I see the light in you, my child. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want, I, I have this need or this want to be singled out as like the, the one, chosen one, the chosen one, like, you know, fucking Eddie Murphy and the golden child. Like I, <laughs> I feel like, or I want them to be like, I can see your sickness. My, my child, I will solve that for you. Right. Like, I want well, them that to was like the thing. Like you, see me yeah. and recognize me and stuff like that. And then, and then solve whatever's going on. Solve what's ever gone. And, and to recognize that. So I get up there and I'm, I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. And he's just fucking wasted. He was out of his he's fucking mind. He's just out of his mind. So he's just like, fuck, like, I don't know what to tell you. Blah, and he's blah, blah. probably like, God damn it, dude. I've been working all night. Exactly. I'm- it's probably, he's probably pissed. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Blah, blah. And he, so he gives me another juice. And it's like so hard for me to get down at this point, like three cups in. I'm like almost fucking vomiting. And then I go like vomiting on him projectile right. like, from just gag reflex, you know? So I, I go to him like, I'm like, okay, thank you. And I go to leave and he sort of stops me and he's like, he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to hook you up. That will, that will really bring it on. And I'm like, yes, please do it. Bring it on motherfucker. So he fuck like this, this is where shit goes fucking crazy, right? This right. is like a uh, young guns right here. He pulls out some kind of weird Peruvian fucking pan pipe, pan flute. <laughs> it's like big fucking like a peace pipe with fucking feathers and shit hanging on it. And he gets some kind of powder we we since find find out afterwards it's some kind of tobacco with something else mixed in it some kind of jungle snuff essentially right he packs the pipe and then he puts it under my nose and he fucking 
dusts me. He fucking blows. He doses you. He doses me with this fucking Peruvian fucking jungle Coke stuff. Coke snuff. In my fucking nose. And I, my, my nose, my eyes, everything is just burning, burning, burning. Ah, oh, I wish he did and that I'm to like, me. And I'm like, ah, like all fucked up. And then I, I go back to my to my thing. Blanket. And he's like, oh, yeah, this will, this will fix you or whatever. But he's not like... This is what I mean. He's not like, yes, my child. Like, you're, he's almost just like, here, do this. Fucking, you know, get away from me. Do this. You'll get fucked up. Get out of my face. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a fun time over here. Exactly. So I go back to my, I go back to my thing and I lay there and the snuff, it's like I'm burning, 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 crazy. And then I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. I have to purge. And I have, this is now what? Like four hours into it? Or at something? least. It's like very late in the night. So I haven't vomited at all. So then it just, it, it like comes like a motherfucker and I just, I vomit and I'm, I'm vomiting like my whole entire body is like turning inside out with the vomit and I am like traveling through like a wormhole in space. Yeah. I am like, um, I am a, a, a fucking atom floating mm. in the universe. Like it's, I am, my physical being has left and I am just like, yeah. like vomiting, gliding through fucking space. Yep. And then as I'm, I'm kind of there and it's like, oh shit, I feel kind of crazy. Then the witches descend on me and just start like fucking spritzing me with stuff. No, it was the helpers. Yeah, it was the two helpers. The so they, special helpers. They had like a fucking eagle wing. Eagle wing. And then they had like a spray bottle full of like lavender and rosemary or some Misters. shit. Misters. So what they would and, do. And smoke as well. And, like, oh, they had yeah. all this smoking shit. And the smoke smelled gnarly. That was like, yeah, that was, was the awesome. one thing I took away was like the way, the, how crazy the whole room mm-hmm. smelled like that smoke. Mm-hmm. But they had this crazy smoke and then they were walking around and they walk right up to Billy and they start spritzing all this shit in the air, like on top of her, and they're flapping this fucking wing. And when and you're tripping on psychedelics, wing. it's like it, like all this like f- scented mist hitting you with this wing flap. Yeah, that's is the, like this crazy sensation. The feeling of the fucking air and the sound yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> and like all the fucking mist on you and, and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, well, hey, motherfucker, I vomited an hour ago, and you can hook me up. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm trying not to be no, but this- selfish. And I'm also out of my mind, but they are like going crazy on Billy, like flapping all this shit. I on had her. like a mystical healing experience, and there was there were some things where I had gone there for you know particular, you know, a couple of health related issues and this and that. But there were they were really focusing on the areas of my body that I was requiring healing on, like they right. were really getting down to yeah. shit. Which I'm like, how the fuck do they? How do they know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So this goes on for ages and they're fucking doing all their stuff and they're cleansing me and they're doing this. And then I kind of just like, you know, lay back down and then I'm just like, oh shit. Like, it's like all three of the doses hit me at one time. Right. And then I am just like, oh my God, oh my God, I am tripping harder than I have ever tripped before in my life. Like I am holding on to my shitty little blanket and just like soaring just like going through space and there's fucking yep. like i'm, I'm getting like yeah visual grids well, colors it's, it's not for me it was um i i got some like geometric stuff mm-hmm. 
like very compli- complicated geometric stuff. There was a lot of just like flying I got that. through space. There was a lot of just me being this very like a, a, a pinprick, like an atom, you know, mm. like not being a physical being, just being like a, a, a fucking, uh, yeah, like an atom in the universe, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I'm in, I'm in the fetal position. I'm holding on, blah, blah, blah. And then... Like, I'm just going to just go into my brief trip because it was, it probably went on for hours, but my, my essence of it is I can sum up really quickly. So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say mine and yeah. then you can add to, you know, what, what you want. So I basically, uh, I'm, I'm soaring through space. I'm soaring through space. You know, a lot of my questions were like, Hey man, like, you know, what, what's the meaning to life? And like, Hey man, like what, what should I be doing? So I, I get all these kind of crazy visuals and like I was trying to describe them to Rob afterwards, but I, I keep seeing, I keep seeing like people working in, uh, physical people working in like mines, but like weird, kind, like basically just physical labor, physical mm-hmm. labor, physical labor. And all these people working and stuff working really hard. And then basically the message was essentially like, Hey man, chill out. Everything, you know, people are just people. Right. The only thing that's important is love. Yeah. Um, every searching, working, everything, have compassion for your fellow man. Right. All this searching. You don't need to search. It's not hard. Chill out. Yeah. Everything is love. That's essentially my entire message. You know, honestly, that's pretty much what I got. I was like, I'm, you know, I wish I was more successful. I wish this and that. And then it was like, if you're doing this, this, and this, and you're trying hard and you're successful at it, then you're successful, dude. Like, let it go. Like, chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Basically, I felt like um, I was waiting for some kind of epiphany or some kind of like, you know, hey, this is what you follow these like three steps and then you'll achieve See, like Nirvana. You had these crazy expectations and you were yeah. bummed afterwards, even though you, you, and you never even told me that part that you just told me because when we were driving back to LA, I think I did. when we were driving back to LA, you were like, dude, that sucked. I thought I was going to get some sort of answer. Cause it was so like, you know what it was? You know what I felt? This is a good, like kind of analogy It's like. You know when you're in the ocean and you are, you know, you're body surfing or whatever, but then you just, you know, or you fuck a wave basically gets you and like for a minute there, you're like tumbling and you're like upside down and you're Mm. blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of spits you out in the ocean and you stand up and everything's fine. Yeah. I just feel like the unit, like I was just like bustled and like tossed around and blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, Hey man, Hey and nothing's as fucking crazy and complicated as you mean. Like, yeah. it, you just need to chill out. Right. Love's the only thing that's important, man. Like, yeah. it was like the actual, like, humans are all connected. Right. Have love for your brother. Yeah. Have love for everything. Yes. Love is the only thing that's important. Chill the fuck out. Don't think so much about shit. Right. And, and like, maybe go a little bit easier on yourself mm-hmm. and especially go a little bit easier on all your loved ones and everybody around you. Go easy on everybody. Yeah. Be fucking chill to everyone. Cause don't be all... fucking such a fucking gnarly asshole. To everybody be cool, dude. Yeah, I'm not necessarily thinking I'm a gnarly asshole to everyone, but I am. For, for, yeah, it's just like, Dave, fucking chill out. Yeah. So after that, I found, um, 
that that image of the people working in the mines and shit, I didn't really understand. I don't understand how that's connected. I don't understand what that, that was. But then I realized it was that image. I'd kind of seen that image before. Mm-hmm. And it drew me back to that movie, Power Quatsi. Yeah. Remember I made you watch that movie? Yeah, it's absolutely like that. Yeah. That's what it was. And I think that this was a thing. It was like, watch, watch, rewatch this film. There's a, there's a film out there um, by uh, Godfrey Reggio from 1988. It's called Power Quatsi. Power, Power Quatsi. Um, look it up. Yeah. It's weird spelling. You'll, you'll find it. You'll if, find it. If you're, it's, hey, it's if a you, crazy epic movie. If you're meant to find it, you'll find it. Some crazy big producer did it. Like um, All it is, though, is it's just showing people all over the world, nature all over the world, all the things, like these incredible visual yeah. things of like, hey, guys, in case you forgot, yeah. the world's fucking amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Check this shit out. Check this shit out. Look what all these people go through. Look what they do day to day. Look at this, this and that. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely, I think I took the same thing out of it as maybe you did. So that was, yeah, my, my, I went there for the ultimate kind of like, because I was the ultimate searcher. I wanted the answers. I wanted the fucking solutions. Yeah. And basically my, my answer was that all the searching is pointless. Right. Just fucking chill out and do your thing and be cool. Be cool to everybody and be nice. And I will say that that's kind of the ultimate message. Um, and then uh, the morning was a little bit weird. The morning was so weird. The morning so was we, so weird. We so we're tripping these, all fucking night. We have these things. We wake up and and you. Was, this is the other thing. I don't know if we really properly mentioned is that we were in there like all night. Like like the whole the ceremony lasted fucking hours till, till the dawn like from like 7 p.m till like, like 7, 7 a.m yeah so it's the next morning we're we're kind of fucked i i've had zero sleep i think i got day. maybe like 20 minutes of sleep yeah. but you're kind of like tripped out so you don't really know what's going on yeah and everybody's kind of waking up and the fucking Oh, Maestro God. starts playing music. This is what I was going to say. So at some point, and it's still dark at this point, and everyone's kind of coming out of it, and like people are kind of giggling because they've come mm. out of their kind of crazy experience. Stupid. Oh, yeah, this was the other thing, too. At some point, he starts offering people like peyote and uh, what's the other, another? He's like offering people the grandfather and the father. You know, the that shit. was earlier in the night, but yeah. But it's still like, so are tripping on all sorts of shit at this point so he pulls out his laptop which he's not good he doesn't really know how to use itunes no so he keeps fucking this up but he starts playing don't worry be happy yeah like that's like four times in a row or something right and And then he's having like his the witches and the helpers like help him figure out how to get it to play because he Mm -hmm. keeps fucking up itunes because he's out of his fucking mind on drugs at this point yeah he's giggling and stuff so that was that was the weird fucking kicker at the end of it all too is like at this point I'm like just fuck I want to go and eat some bacon and eggs and I want to fucking have a cigarette and get the fuck out of here. Like, I kind of liked the don't worry be happy. Yeah, I I, that put me in a good mood. I think that was the point of it anyway. But it, totally it worked for me because I'm dumb enough to you know <laughs> go along with the crowd. I was like oh don't worry be happy. I love that song. Let's just keep listening to that. Let's not like, panic about what the fuck just happened. I was like come on man. 
unnecessary. Anyway, mm. so then there was a thing our friends had said to us that the morning after you, you meant to share like a traditional breakfast or something. Oh, yeah. Like, so that's a fucking crazy yeah. thing. The doors burst open and these caterers walk through with like a shitload of platters of like the craziest but they're not, food. They're not real caterers. They're like part of the group or volunteers. No, or I something. think they were hired. They were they like weren't they hired. were weird. Like uh, they had like they weren't hired because I was talking to that guy afterwards. But what I'm saying is the food wasn't re- like the food was like made by people, not by caterers. Like it was <laughs> fucking weird shit. Well, it was like vegetables and shit like that. Corn bowls of corn, and this is the other disgusting thing. Which now that you mention, it makes even more sense. Well, okay. Let me let me just put a put a note in that, and we'll, we'll talk about the catering, uh, the weird catered food mm-hmm. in a second. But the most fucking weirdest, awfulest part of it was someone in this room. It was his birthday that day. Oh, man, you remember this? No, I don't. You don't remember this? He was sitting in the corner, so we all had to sing this guy happy birthday. Yeah. And then they brought out fucking birthday cake. And they caught they they cut everybody a slice of birthday cake, and first thing in the morning, after you've been tripping on psychedelics for like ten hours, you had to, everybody starts eating this slice of birthday cake with their hands. Yeah, I must have blocked that out through like it was trauma. fucking. You, I, I can't believe do you don't remember that. That yeah. was the fucking. That was one of the weirdest things of the night. No, I, I just remember getting past, and it was like everyone like we're all sitting in a circle, and they're passing around the bowl of corn, and you're scooping corn with your out hand. with your hands. Yeah, everybody's scooping the corn with their hands. And, and I, eating, eating I ate corn. Some of the corn because that was like a traditional thing. Like the corn was like part of the ceremony. Oh, you were you sense. were sticking to your research. I was trying. I was just trying to be cool because I was like, if I don't eat the birth, I don't like birthday cake. A one. But I'm like, if I don't eat, we just sang the guy happy birthday. If I don't eat the birthday cake, then did I, cause I'm still kind of in a daze. Right. I mean, I feel like most people were luckily our, our friends weren't, were not cause they just wanted to go home to their daughter. And I wanted to like get the fuck out of there too. I wanted to get the fuck out of there. So we're like, we're, we're like, people are still like packing up and stuff. And we, we sort of start like putting our blankets away and we're like ready to like start edging out the door. Right. And then the witches make a big announcement. Oh yeah. The, their, their big announcement was that if everybody in the room cleaned their house, then there wouldn't be any cleaning to do. So if everybody could just give a bit of effort and like they had toilet spray and glass cleaner and if everybody went and started cleaning their house for them, yeah, it wouldn't. And it's like, dude, we, we, also, we, we've we, been sitting in one room all we night. Also, we didn't, we, it's not like a kegger where we fucked everything up. This wasn't free either. We, we had to pay like, wasn't it like 200 bucks each yeah, or a hundred dollars each? It was two to $300 a piece. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was a, Basically, we 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 cons- uh, we had uh, contributed. We'd spent. To the we'd thing. given them the fucking money. And like, yeah, we didn't like. Uh, we didn't really fuck shit up. So we're we're happy. So we go down to the the kitchen and we're like doing like a, a cursory kind of clean. And our right. friends were like, "What the fuck is wrong?" Like yeah, they're like, "Oh, that's very generous of you guys. Come on, let's kick rock." And like, yeah. luckily, thank thank God, our friends have a daughter and wanted to leave because they they rolled up their sleeping bags and shit, and we were out of there like the next yeah. minute because yeah. if we hadn't been like I could not sit around the room with those people for another hour it got very real like like often when you've spent the night doing drugs with people and, and the sun like, comes the up the sun comes up you've been doing drugs all night and the sun comes up and now you gotta have these weird conversations it was yeah. like get us out of here our friends were like well that's very generous of you like you don't need to clean their fucking house we gave them money like let's get the fuck out of here and we dipped out 
We dipped out. And then we went to the farmer's market and got some delicious food. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say I, I highly recommend it. I thought it was great. I mean, I think it kind of did what it's supposed to do. Supposedly. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I've had this, uh, I've had like kind of, you know, mixed feelings because here's the other thing too. It's like when you're, when you've been like a searcher, when you're constantly like, you know, wanting answers to life's big questions and stuff, you fucking, you don't want it to be like super simple like that. Right. You, you wanted, know what I mean? You wanted somebody to break the code. We, I wanted like... You know, like, yes, um, and here you'll know by the sacred symbols of the Egyptians that the... You know what I mean? Like, right. I wanted, like, some kind of fucking right, like, something. Like, go easy on yourself and be nice to people. Yeah, wasn't sh- quite the fucking... Chill the fuck out. Wasn't no, it was don't worry, be happy is the whole... Ah, uh, see? And maybe that's why he played that at the yeah. end. because no, he, he was 100% like, what he He was like, he knew that that's probably he whatever knows, he was getting all night. Yeah, he knows that's the, that's the fucking main thing. Yeah. And, uh... So that's kind of it. Yeah, I don't think those are terrible words to live by, though. Hey, it's don't all, worry, be happy. It's all cool. Yeah, it's all cool. My point is, is also, I think we both thought this was going to be the, you know, the solution to our problems, and then you we were did gonna, for sure. We were going to, um, you know, come out of this and and be changed. Basically, you know, all the same shit just comes back right. to me. Like, I'm still searching. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm still looking. I'm still waiting for the fucking aliens to come down and be like, guess what? Boom. Boom. No, everything's great. Well, either way, it was a fun time. It was a strange time. It was very uh, weird. I don't know if I would ever do it again. I guess I would do it again, but um, the the ultimate experience was good, and I highly recommend it. And uh, I got to say... Ayahuasca, if you ever get the chance, fucking go for it. You want to vomit? You want to vomit out the best vomit you've ever vomited? You want to see the craziest shit? You want to have some good insight? I've had better spews. No, you haven't. I've had a couple of better spews. No way. Um, But yeah, man. Like, give it a go. Try it, Give it a go. Get in there. Get your, you know, fucking take a bite of life, man. Yeah, there you go. Take a bite out of life. Ayahuasca, DMT, you freaking mook. You freaking mook. We'll see you next time. Ah, See you next time. Peace. Bye. Yeah, what's up? What's going on?